Ladies and gentlemen, once again, welcome back to The Undiluted Truth. I am Ben, and today's episode is more stunning facts from another frontline medical professional. And without further ado, let's welcome in our host, Mike. Good afternoon, everyone. Or should I say good morning or good evening, depending on what time you're going to be listening to this. But uh, no, it is it, it it is yet another Good and and stunning, if you will, episode that we have for everybody, Ben. Uh, just want to welcome all you rock tumblers, truth seekers, and, you know, yet again, I think could almost be the subtitle of this. It, it seems like there's more and more of these frontline medical professionals coming out with just stunning information, and I think this one is is well done, and it is Dr. Peter McCullough. That okay. is, and, and a lot of these folks have heard of him. Uh, this is being done up in Michigan at the Village Seventh-day Adventist Church up there. And he's going to be talking pretty much about some of the, the data that the CDC is putting forth themselves. So basically, adverse uh, uh, events Okay. Uh, that the the you know on, on that uh, reporting system and just some of the you know, um, like inconsistencies is, is that yeah concern concerns okay. and and just kind of ironing out some of the wrinkles that may have been made up to this point so sounds uh, good and he's he's gonna get right into one of the reports that were I think. He's he's uh, right into the VAERS, the you know the vaccine adverse events reporting system. Okay. You hear that name, the, the VAERS COVID. Uh, gotcha. System. Okay. Yeah, I heard the name. I forgot what it stood for. Yeah. yeah so it's V V is in victory or vaccine. Right. A E R S. You'll hear VAERS, the VAERS system. Okay. And he will talk a little bit more about this system. It is. It's basically a voluntary type of system. That's why a lot of folks are saying what you're reading on that particular reporting system is not 100% accurate okay. because you don't have to report to it, but you should if you're a good medical professional. Right. So um, this is some of what he's going to be discussed, but he's right in the, the middle of this uh and I think as soon as we start this clip is going to be the reported deaths that are going to be discussed on this system, and then uh, and he'll he'll keep going down the road with with a lot of other things. Okay. Uh, and before we begin with the video, <laughs> excuse me, with the video, he, Doctor McCullough, is a, a a licensed MD practicing, I think, now in Texas, and he is. I think he is one of the most published doctors in the country. I think, and I, hopefully this particular one, the, the one I know this will be a two-parter, but he's been published in medical journals, I think, uh, 140 or 50 different times. So this well, man is— Almost as old as Joe Biden said he was. or Pretty, pretty close to the it. Other one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. He, he, yeah, for every year he's posting something uh, <laughs> you know, that Joe Biden says he's been around. Anyway, uh, what what you're going to get is is a compassionate man, mm -hmm. very very similar to uh, to uh, Doctor Fleming. Okay, 
uh, and and you will hear that in his demeanor. Uh, he's not someone that's trying to to intentionally throw anyone under the bus. He's just basically trying to get the information out, the facts out, and you can tell by some of what he's presenting and how he's presenting it with his tone that he's he's pretty dismayed as a doctor as well. So I think that pretty much covers the the foreground. So let's yeah. let's go ahead and and start this thing up here. All, All right. right. And everyone, you know how we roll. We'll we'll run this and then we'll stop uh, periodically and expound and comment. So without further ado, let's do Dr. It. Peter McCullough. Here we go. And then you can see what happens. If you look at all deaths reported in the vaccines per year, we're around 150 per year. Meningococcus, flu shot, everything combined, all the vaccines combined. And then suddenly you can see here through July 9th, we have a skyrocketing of deaths reported after the vaccine. This is something that we've never seen in human medicine. A new product introduced and just going full steam ahead with no check on why people are dying after the vaccine. Now, on two occasions, the Center for Disease Control has put out on their website, without any fanfare, in March and in June, they have said, CDC and FDA doctors, who are the sponsors of the program, it's not their role to determine this. That's always done by external experts like me. CDC and FDA doctors reviewed the deaths and none of them were related to the vaccine. None, none including the people who get sure. the shot and, and have an allergic reaction. They're doing CPR in the vaccine center, and that's happened. That's happened. None. Even that wasn't related to the vaccine. And that, and that first one that came out in March, that's when I got a sick feeling in my stomach. And I said, you know, something's not right here. That actually, I think, I think that was actually, I, I honestly, I think that was, I think that was malfeasance. We we've got to stop it already. I can't, <laughs> I can't believe this. So, if you picked up on first of all, the ones that are overseeing this, that are doing the reporting and and making the decisions, he he was pretty clear. <laughs> they they are not outside professionals like himself. They are in house. Mm -hmm. Meaning, when I say in house, it's it's the members of the CDC, right? And yeah. it and. If you remember our last podcast, uh -huh. one that uh, that acronym we were referring to as the Clowns Department of the Carnival. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So what kind of? Uh, I don't know if that one's released at this point. Yeah, though, yeah. But yeah, well, by the time they by hear the time this one, they hear this one, that one will be <laughs> yeah. released. So, but he he was pretty clear on making that that statement and making it clear to those. But yeah, the other thing was that of all of these deaths they claimed yeah none absolutely none were due to the vaccine of course not or or the bio injection we're not yeah, i'm yeah. i'm I, I think i'm about done calling this thing a vaccine <laughs> I, I, I really yeah. need to retrain my my thinking uh, well with that, so. yeah but uh, uh i i just wanted to clear something up and i think i caught on to it because they're talking about the vaccine which just came out this year because when he first started I, I didn't have a reference to which year yet in my head so i'm pretty sure that that's 2021 so 
that he's referring to from January up to through March. Yes. Okay. Yes. Because uh, uh, at first when he mentioned January, I was like, wait, is this January uh, 2020 mm-hmm. or is this January? But then because the vaccines hadn't come out yet. So right. They, they 2021 is what he's talking about. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's that's. just want to make that clear since okay. it wasn't in the video yet. But that's a big one. And then he, he, he just finished saying before we pause this. Mm-hmm. He, and, and you know, it was almost as if he really didn't want to say it, or he was trying to to to, to word it properly uh, to, yeah, to frame yeah. it. He says, I, "I I'm pretty sure it, these were malfeasance." Mm-hmm. And for those listening, malfeasance are not good. Those are flat out violations, law breaking, just another term for it, legal uh, precedents for okay. uh, for pro- prosecuting for crimes. Uh, and he carefully framed that and stated it. So yeah. uh, let's let's move on here. But I, I had to interrupt that quick. I, I no didn't problem. think we were going to do that that quickly. But <laughs> all right, uh, here we're we go. surprising ourselves. Yeah, with with Doctor McCullough. Malfeasance is wrongdoing by those in position of authority. Either they reviewed all those deaths and somehow they came up with some. You know how long it takes to review sixteen hundred deaths? The labs the x-rays, the charts, takes forever. It would be about a two-year experience. How could they quickly review 1,600 deaths? And who are these unnamed CDC and FDA doctors? They actually don't hire a lot of doctors who are board certified in anything. So this was really concerning. Now we go fast forward. These are data from uh, July 30th. 12,366 Americans have died after the vaccine. 46,000 hospitalized, 60. 8,000 urgent care visits, and you can see these numbers, 5,236 heart attacks, 23,534 severe allergic reactions. We have... Okay, I, I can't help but <laughs> but just pause this because... <laughs> this is definitely a two-parter now. Yeah, yeah, it's just, you know, it's it's up there now. Of course, the, the thing is, is he went right from January all the way to, to, Jul- to, to July, July. Yeah, of, yeah, yeah. of this year. Right. And, uh, of course, quickly... They came out with these. They investigated, you know, well over a thousand deaths, really quick. It would have taken Absolutely. months and months. You know, they just brought it in. He didn't state how many days it was. I think, if I, if I'm not mistaken, it was it was inside of a week that this was supposedly. You know, don't quote me on that, but it was very quick. And he's like, "This bottom line is, it was no way in God's green earth they could have." investigated all of these to make a claim that they had nothing to do with the vaccine. But now yeah. here we are in July. Yeah. We have tw- we have tw- 12,366 deaths. We have 46,000 and 36 hospitalizations. We've got 68,040 urgent cares, 92,527 office visits. We've got uh uh, uh what did what did he just mention uh, uh uh, the initial uh, um, the initial reaction. oh, reactions yeah uh, yeah for 23,000 uh bad allergic reactions or yeah, something. yeah yeah severe severe sorry. severe yeah. allergic reactions is 23,354 uh, this is yeah you know <laughs> uh, do you, do you think in this, now keep in mind folks this is their report this is their right. reporting system yeah so um yeah, I was going to throw in a, a weird, you know, because I do this periodically, something that's kind of not related, but it, it popped in my head when, when you were talking about, um, you know, that they did this within like a week. 
uh, and the movie Shooter, I don't know if you've seen it, with Mark Wahlberg, popped in my head, because in there he gets framed for basically shooting the president, and there's an FBI guy that ends up being on his side, and part of that is because he's sitting there doing some research because the math doesn't add up in his head, and he's like, in his research, he found out that within 30 minutes of the shooting, they had a reverse azimuth or whatever you call it to pinpoint where the shooter was or something. He's like, we're good at our job, but we're not that good. Yeah, right. This stuff just <laughs> appeared. Where did it come from? Exactly. It's like, so that it, that popped in my head. I was like, this, it, this stuff just appeared. Yeah, just. And there's no deaths from the vaccine. Yeah. Yeah, we've investigated it all. Right. Uh-huh. And, you know, I think. That's what frustrates us, and it was one of our top five, I think, is, is just the yeah. fact that no one, there's no outrage. There's no common sense with this because you've got to say there's, wait a minute, there's no way that they could have r- literally investigated that many deaths and came up with this claim that, you know, that quickly. Right. So, and, and here you go, why is it? So few that are bringing this forward, and it goes back to he even he even mentioned he even mentioned the the CDC committee that was yeah. he's like mm-hmm. who who are these people and right. I, and I almost interjected and said yeah that's we've been asking that question uh-huh. for how many episodes four yeah, yeah, who right. are they yeah exactly <laughs> yeah now now uh, folks everybody out there rock tumblers he's identifying some of who are they uh, through this so. Anyway, as we Sorry. as we dig deeper, here we go. Mm-hmm. Lit up a scoreboard, a safety scoreboard that is absolutely horrifying. Look at the temporal relationship to these events, these deaths. People walk into the vaccine center and there's a very tight temporal relationship. Previously with the vaccines, you would see vaccines reported on a timeline that was not really related to the vaccine, because some things, you know, be reported from a nursing home or for a clinic, what have you. These reports, 83% of these reports are done by doctors and nurses who are watching this happen, and they think it's related to the vaccine. Otherwise, it wouldn't get reported at the CDC. It's a voluntary system. I've done some of these reports. It takes a half an hour to do a report. And when I go through the pages, it says, warning. Uh, 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 falsification is punishable by uh, federal fines or imprisonment. Man, I'm going to put my medical license out there for imprisonment. You know, you better believe every single one of these deaths were done by somebody who really, really thinks it's serious because they're putting their medical license on the line. That's a good point. And it's strongly technically related. So there, now people, there's been outside analysis. McLachlan from London has published an analysis in, in, in an early preprint uh, journal where they reviewed the, the vignettes, what was described, what happened. Since the FDA and CDC had not given us a report on safety, people are starting to get the data and do the analysis themselves. 86% of the deaths had no other explanation outside of the vaccine. Wow. Okay. Pretty high now, there. These people walked into the, they were healthy enough to walk into the vaccine center and they died. Now, when they first rolled out the vaccines, and it was in nursing homes and people were really sick and and close to the end of life, there was an analysis from Scandinavia that said maybe only 40% of of the shots were really the cause of death. Maybe there are other things that contributed. But here, 86%, there's no other explanation. They got the vaccine and they died within a very tight temporal relationship. About half the deaths occur within 48 hours and 80% occur within a week. There's no mm. medical product that has been so tightly related to death than the COVID-19 vaccines. And it's biologically plausible. If a human body 
is able to take up more of the messenger RNA, the adenovirus DNA, they're able to produce more spike protein, they're not able to clear the genetic material, and this just goes like a freight train, the spike protein itself is lethal. It, it damages organs, it causes blood clots, it causes stroke, there's a massive rise in blood pressure, and the spike protein, by design, from the gain-of-function mutation research done in the Wuhan lab, is a killer. The spike protein is a killer, and it's... Yeah, I, I, th I was going to say, I think we've discussed <laughs> that exact thing over several podcasts before, mm -hmm. but go ahead. And yet again, from, from another upfront doctor, I mean, you know, Dr. McCulloch, is, he's been battling and fighting to save lives from the very beginning of this, but what he's, what he's talking about is, is the design of yeah. spike protein right. is a killer. Now, now don't miss this. It's not just the design, but, but two things. The reason it's such a killer is because of gain of function. And that's right. Yeah, yeah. That's Ralph Barrick and Anthony Fauci toying with this gain of function for quite some time now. And think about this. If this spike protein is such a killer, well, why not? Let's just inject people with it. Yeah. It's not floating around out there, you know, and, you know, oh, stay away from this part of the country or this part of the world because the spike protein's floating around. No, we've got it in a vaccine, and we're going to intentionally inject you with it without any kind of serious studies, except for these animals that we injected them with, and right. all of them died. So, I mean, here's a doctor saying it is a killer, but yeah. yet... Oh, we're just going to line up and get the shot. Right. I mean, well, this goes back uh, at least a couple episodes to where I had mentioned a previous episode even uh, back where they were talking about the, the, what was it, the veterinarian? Yes. That actually, is he the one that created it? Or he, he got a, back in the late, mid, late 90s. And then another company or the same one actually made it worse. Well, um, that's, and yeah. then, the, but that was in the early 2000s or late that that happened. So they've, they've been continually, like you said, making it worse. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah. Soup, wow. Souping it up, hopping it up, yeah. whatever term you want to use. Right. And see, he was a veterinarian, and that's when the first patent came out. Yeah. On, right, on right. That, uh, and, and then the other thing, if I remember on one of our other episodes, is like the vaccinated people can give the unvaccinated people the spike protein. There, there was a slight mention. I think I forget if that was uh, Judy Mikovits that briefly kind of hint said that there was one an episode or so a couple episodes ago where they were talking about it and they were like and you know and if you've come in contact with a vaccinated person you could get the spike protein. I think they mentioned it specifically. Well, I think what what we're talking about and we were talking Unless a little I'm bit wrong. about uh, I could be. Well, I think what we're well no actually because what. We were talking but prior to the episode today that they could, because they've been injected right. with this spike protein and this virus, well, yeah, if it's in them, now they're, they can be contagious. Right. You know, it's not that, just yeah. because they've had... Yeah, right, right. It's not just because they've had the shot. Let's go back to what's in the shot. Cor correct. Yeah. Correct. Now, you know, oh... You're healthy? Well, let's inject you now with something uh -huh. to cause you to have the virus. And if, which we're seeing that happening today, mm -hmm. that there's the majority of people that are being hospitalized now with breathing issues, with the 
inflammatory disease or right, yeah. COVID-19, mm-hmm. all, they've all been vaccinated. So, yes, they can be contagious. So, and we'll get into some of the uh, prevention and that sort of thing, that, that, whether this episode or the next. But, no, that's a good point. All, all right. right. Here we go. Designed to kill. And, in fact, that's what it's doing. Now, you can see the ages. Who is dying? We, the CDC should have told this in January. Who's dying? We have to wait for McLaughlin to tell us in this analysis. You can see it's the seniors. For some seniors, this stuff is too strong. And the vaccines are very different. Moderna's got 100 micrograms of messenger RNA. Pfizer's got 30 micrograms per shot. That's a giant difference. And then Johnson & Johnson is adenoviral. So you get, you get basically, I think, millions of adenoviral particles. They're very different. Our agency should be telling us which vaccines are safest for seniors. We shouldn't be guessing at this. I get this question all the time. I get this question from my mom. My mom's in a senior home. She wants to know. I have a hard time presenting this data and trying to talk to my mom. And the CDC is not helping us. This report from Rose from Israel, American Journal of Public Health, Housing and Law, says for the non-fatal events, the non-fatal events as shown in those colored bars skew towards younger people in largely cardiac, neurologic, immunologic, and hematologic. So people are being injured as the spike protein injures these organs after injection. So the Mm -hmm. evidence-based consulting group in England, which is the lead contract consulting group to the World Health Organization, separately analyzed the yellow card system in the UK, which is similar to the VAERS system. The leaders, Dr. Tess Lowry, she's a very, very well-respected scientist and colleague, they have concluded the vaccines are not safe for human use. Pull them off the market. There you go. Okay, pull them. Pull them off the market. That's not me. That's not me. That's the lead consulting group to the World Health Organization. Separately, there is a physician group that has petitioned the US FDA, don't approve these. Separately, there's a nursing group that's petitioned the FDA, don't approve these. Now, for all of you who took the vaccines, and my patients, and my family members, and you got through it. Thank the Lord you got through it. Okay, you got through mm-hmm. it. And, right. and if it's given you some immunity or some protection, wonderful, wonderful. But because you got through it, and it's okay for you, it doesn't mean the next person who takes it isn't going to be harmed. And that's not right. Mm-hmm. That's not right. This exactly. idea of I took the shot, you just take it. We never put risk on someone else. Whenever we take an injection, the risk is on us and only on us. It's very, very important. Principle of autonomy says no one under any circumstances will have anything forced into their body under any form of pressure, coercion, or threat of reprisal. Pressure means any type of peer pressure from teachers or athletes or schools. Media. Mm. Coercion means, listen, you take it or you're going to lose your job. Uh-huh. Threat of reprisal means if you don't take it, I'm going to go get you. Okay? Yeah. Never. That's in the Nuremberg Code. That actually comes from Nazi Germany, where this was done under Nazi research. And people said, the Nuremberg Code, there are six cornerstones of ethics in research, and they are co- coveted 
by the Office of Human Protection and Research in the United States, the office. We have an office in Washington that holds these second. First is the Nuremberg Code, second is the Declaration of Helsinki about fair consent. Okay, we will never allow those to be railroaded and people in the UK agree. Okay, so <laughs> uh, this is loaded with just awesome information. And once again, and I know we're pausing quite a bit, but it's, it, we almost have to. Here's another medical professional that mm-hmm. brings up the Nuremberg Code, the Helsinki Code, mm-hmm. and basically discusses this. And, and in all honesty, Ben, and I know for these guys, this is almost like you're laying out instructions for your children when they first get their driver's license. You know, you got to take okay. the test. You go up here to the stop sign. You have to stop, you know, right away in, you know, flashing lights. You know, yeah. you got red lights behind you. You got mm-hmm. all of this. And if these things are not ad- adhered by, you could be pulled over. You could get a violation, a ticket. And, you know, and, right. and the severity right. just, you know, goes on and on. So he's talking about this just that matter of factly. Uh-huh. But with all of this being said, this stuff is being broken and it's all over the news. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I brought it up in one of our podcasts, but uh, the whole, um, and I forget if Dr. Martin or, or Fleming had said something similar, but in uh, Frontline Doctors, in a video that we watched, uh, uh, the lady there, and I forget her name, but uh, she mentions that some there was a doctor in Oregon that was threatened and had his license yes. taken away. And Simone Gold. They're actually yeah. fighting that. Yes, um, that's right. So, well, but, and, so we know that this stuff is happening. Is yeah. my point? So, it, it, sure, you know, it, it's it, happening. And 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 there's no. It doesn't seem to be any advocates out there. No, no large group or, or no outrage. There's twenty. I know of twenty nurses now uh, down at the uh, the, the Houston. Uh, Methodist Hospital, I think it's Houston. It's in Houston. It's a Methodist Hospital okay. down there that 20 nurses have been told, well, if you don't take the vaccine, look for another job. And that's, that's, I, I think I heard that. Didn't they all quit? Well, or they all walked the, or something? Well, I think they're, yeah, the, the, call it on strike, but right now they've walked away. Okay. You know, right. because they're not. They're not getting the vaccine. Yeah. Why do yeah. I keep calling this thing a vaccine? Yeah, poison. The, 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 the poison, poison or yeah, or, or, the or, poison. The, or the or the or the bio injection. Yes. They're they're, they're not getting this. And and here here yet again another medical professional is mentioning that the, uh, time and time again is that's the frustrating part here, Ben. Is it's <laughs> it's all over this yeah. country. Yeah. You know this sort of thing you would sort of you would expect in a in a in a country being run by tyranny or imperialism mm-hmm. but not not in the united well, states well they brought up nazi germany that's where the nuremberg code came from well yeah but, and so yeah i mean yeah sure and 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 right now we're rolling right on back to to that time and it's as if this is okay yeah nothing to see here yeah our rights in this country are being stripped away as mm-hmm. if we don't have any business having them. Well, because I mean, if you if you want to exercise your right, you're being selfish. Well, whatever the whatever that well, I mean that's one of the main things that I've heard. I mean, you 
You're you're being selfish. I tell you what, but we're gonna we'll open up part two of this episode with with a little piece from a speech by by a former leader, and okay, not to be political, but just to draw a fact at right. at, at, at where some of these people say where where not where they get the ideas, but but what some of these people are saying, mm-hmm. uh, and their belief system. Okay. And of course that, that would be another handful of episodes to dig down into that, <laughs> that, right. that, that yeah. one is coming that believe me, that one okay. is coming. So, well, we need to kind of wrap this one up, unfortunately, goes quick. Uh, but goes unfortunately quick. it's just, uh, whoop, we've got a part two and uh, who knows what is coming from this one uh, yet again, but I guess we should uh, wrap up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for joining us uh, on this uh, episode here with Dr. Peter McCullough from Michigan at the Village Seventh day Adventist Church. And um, you happen to know the city that that church is in? I do, just offhand. I I don't know. Okay. I I will. We'll find put a out. link in the yeah in the yeah. description. All right. Well, uh, I hope everyone joins us for part two uh, yeah. on on the next episode, but. Uh, uh, as we uh, wrap this one up, let's go to the uh, the Lord in prayer, Ben. Father in heaven, Lord, again, we thank you for people like Dr. Peter McCullough. And, and you know, thank you that there's many of these individuals that are, are going out and finding a platform. Now, we have this platform who the, that we are extremely grateful for the uh, Lord and but there are many that are running through the churches through this country and and father we want to we want to ask for a special blessing on that that you open up the eyes and the hearts of those that are seeking truth give those that are seeking it discernment as to what you would have them to to know and to have in all honesty us to know we do not pretend to know it all, but Father, it, it, it seems as each day gets to be a little tougher and tougher. And Lord, we know that we need you to get through these days. So we ask for a special dose of your Holy Spirit uh, and, and ask that for all of those listening and ask for protection on each and every one that is seeking truth and out tumbling rocks and lord as always as we close we pray that every intent of our thoughts will be pure and we pray in jesus name amen amen